You're listening to Shep Life with 1FM's Terry Cowley. Now, as I mentioned in the last hour with Peter D. Hi, Peter. Thanks for your program. We're going to be talking to Amy DePola, the founder of Food Link, and she can explain all about what Food Link is because Peter thought it was similar to Food Share, but actually it's quite different and it's arisen in response to the coronavirus crisis. Good morning, Amy. Good morning, Terry. Thanks for having us on the show. Thanks for your time, Amy, because I know that you're very busy with everything you're doing at Food Link. Now, um, as I said, there's a, there was a bit of a misconception with Peter, at least, about what Food Link does. So, can you explain how it's really a win-win for local businesses and local people? Yeah, yes. I, I guess when we went into the first lockdown, obviously, um, there were a lot of businesses that were um, losing their clients, um, and they weren't as busy. Um, and there was also lots on the news about people who. Um, or, or those agencies supporting our vulnerable people uh, weren't um, sort of didn't have the resources, uh, particularly with the supermarkets, sort of not having extra food to to donate to food banks and and that sort of thing. So it was really a perfect match um, employing uh, our, our hospitality workers uh, to make uh, produce food that we could then donate to the agencies to support our vulnerable people. So um, we just needed uh, to raise some funds to make that happen. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was sort of how Foodlink came about. So you were successful in that initial 8 to 12 weeks, raising $44,000 for the community to make 3,660 meals. That's pretty amazing effort. Yeah, no, we were pretty happy with um, with the community coming on board and, and supporting us uh, during that first lockdown. Um, and we, look, we were coming to the end of, obviously, those funding, all that fund. Um, and we were looking at the long-term future of Food Link, uh, and then we went into a second lockdown. So um, it was sort of just obvious that we had to ramp up again and, and support those agencies because it was very. So, so essentially, it's um, it's when it goes to stage three restrictions, where um, you know places like our restaurants and event venues actually have to close down and can only do takeaway. So therefore, their income is vastly reduced. Um, I know that um, you know you you, work, you started working, I think, with the wool shed, and you got the brewery on board. You got lots of different restaurants on board. It must have been a, an absolute boon for them to be able to continue to pay their staff. Yeah, look, it's it's um, the tricky thing is is creating enough work for them, but certainly um, it was be able to place an order of 50 to 100 meals was definitely appreciated. It just allows them to sort of have a decent quantity of, of, of food to cook. Um, we always leave it up to them to select the meal based on, on the ingredients they've got on hand at the time. So, And yes, it does create more employment, uh, keeps them busy. Um, and certainly cash flow was a big um, positive for our businesses, the, the feedback we got. It just helped them pay the rent and, and bills and, and help sort of keep them afloat uh, during during that challenging or these challenging times. Then you linked in with various agencies uh, to be able to find those people who may have needed the meals? 
Yes, yeah, certainly. We're, we're not in the business of uh, determining uh, who's in need. There's, there's some wonderful agencies in our community um, that, that support people. Um, so, yeah, we hooked into a couple uh, such as uh, Shepherd and Family and Financial Services and my op shop. Uh, um, we also found early on in the first lockdown... Um, Schools really appreciated uh, the support. Um, having children not coming into the school um, was very challenging to, to sort of just connect with the families, that they're vulnerable families. So to be able to take them, deliver a meal and just check in and see how they're going was, was a really valuable tool as such uh, for wellbeing teams in community, uh, in schools to be able to um, support their vulnerable families and, and just check up and, and show that someone was thinking and caring for them. That was going to be my, my next question. Um, this is called Foodlink, but it's not just about food, is it? It is really about that community con- connection that you just described. Yeah, I think um, that's a hard one to measure, but um, certainly the, the connection that um, has come about from this has been really valuable. Uh, certainly our businesses have felt connected and supported by the community, which is really important because so many of our businesses uh, are sort of are asked to help out in sporting clubs and various fundraisers. Um, so it's really nice to uh, connect with them and show the community cares and be able to support them and, and produce some work. Um, again, the agencies, uh, it was, they really appreciate having meals delivered to them so that they can connect with uh, um, the people they support and then of course the people, uh, our vulnerable people, particularly during isolation can find it particularly challenging. So um, for someone to turn up with a meal, uh, a restaurant quality nutritious meal uh, can really be very important and and make someone's day. Well of course employment, uh, unemployment I should say, has in well, is, is inevitably going to increase during these restriction periods, isn't it? So if people are on casual um, rates, for example, then they have their their work cut. There obviously are, are government grants, but they're limited. So to have, uh, to have a nice restaurant meal delivered for the family must be, must really lift your spirits. Oh, certainly. And that, that's the feedback we get. People just really enjoy... Um, we all enjoy uh, having a meal delivered, having a night off cooking. Um, but yeah, when your spirits are low, um, it, it's really, really important. Um, it can, um, and it, it's also a bit of contact with someone delivering that meal, um, and um, it just makes people feel like the community cares about them. So that, that's really valuable. Creating links and, and connections that obviously uh, you would hope would continue beyond this crisis. Yes, well, that's what we were in the process of doing when we, we sort of come to the end of our funding with the first lockdown was um, just assessing the long-term value of, of Foodlink. It certainly uh, has um, highlighted that, that this is one area that uh, can be very effective. Um, so, yeah, we were looking at the long-term value and, and how we were going to achieve that and, and perhaps source funding um, to give us a bit more security about delivering the service. So um, if any listeners are interested in helping out, you can make a small donation. It doesn't have to be a, a large one, does it? No, no. Look, $10 will help uh, provide a meal for someone. So uh, 
and and multiples of that will provide more meals for people. So um, uh, small donations are always welcome. It certainly makes a a difference to what we're we're doing. And have you had um, families come come along and do that sort of thing? Not just, I mean, obviously you had the support of, um, I think it was the Greater Shepparton Foundation and the Fairley Foundation, Um, but you've had a lot of families just give uh, small amounts to help out other families. Yes. Yep. No. Look, in the, the first lockdown, we really focused on some of the positive stories that have our donors um, created by donating. Uh, we had a couple of boys who were unable to to hold their birthday party, so they donated the money that that they would have uh, put towards that towards Food Link, which was really lovely. Um, we had another donor who was unable to go on a holiday that she'd planned, so um, she was very generous with her donation. Um, and yet she just thought that was a valuable way to contribute to the community um, if she wasn't able to do something that she was normally doing. So um, we've had yep, lots of families, lots of people from different scenarios who um, have been happy to donate, so it's been wonderful. But certainly our, our funding from the Greater Shepherdin Foundation and the Fairley Foundation has enabled us to get up and running, that's been really significant. Um, and then the follow-through of those community donations has also been valuable. So um, I read on your document you got 100% of funds raised went back into local businesses. Does that, this mean that is, it is completely volunteer-run? It is, yes, yep. So um, there, there are no sort of... Um, uh, administration fees as such. So I, I think it's um, that was very important in setting this up that um, we were sort of transparent about that and um, and ensuring that the money that comes in um, turns around very quickly. That was also another thing. We, we wanted that money back into the Shepparton economy, into the, our uh, businesses, our hospitality businesses, as quickly as possible. So, um, so you're basically working for free, Amy? I am donating my time, uh, which uh, it's lucky that I enjoy doing what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, I get to um, connect with lots of people in the community and... Um, see the amazing work that they do in their various uh, formats. So, so you must have put, you've must have put in hours and hours and hours. What has motivated you to do this, Amy, apart from being just an all-round great person? <laughs> I'm a shepherd and local. Uh, I think we live in, in a great community. I'm, I'm very proud of the community we live in and, and the support um, that that people sort of put their hands up and, and things they do. So, um, yeah, just felt it was my turn to do something. I, I, I thought this idea was worth pursuing. So, um, well, clearly it was because you're f- fulfilling a need. Now, just for listeners, there's three ways you can get involved, isn't there? You might be a business that wants to provide some result, you know, food. You might be a community member who wants to donate. You might be someone who is in need or you might be involved with a service provider that is interested in connecting with Foodlink. What's the best way to get in touch, Amy? Uh, via our Facebook page, uh, Foodlink, uh, you can just message us there. Um, otherwise, uh, the Greater Shepparton Foundation uh, website is uh, where people can go to make donations. So maybe Google Foodlink Shepparton, something like that, or just yeah. Foodlink on... Uh, so Foodlink is a unique sort of um, name to hear. Uh, it is, yes. There are several other um, organisations running similar programs. We're sort of not the only one. We're, we're, we're the local version of it. Um, Smart Meals is another organisation and they're, they're a, a national organisation that run a very similar program to us. Um, they've been doing it a little bit longer, but they certainly um, adopted those hospitality 
industries when we went into lockdown um, and they've supplied some funding to us as well which is enabled to to get up and running the second time round but um and so we're just budgeting that um we'll run out of that at some stage so um it'll be nice to follow through with more community donations. Well, fantastic work to you, Amy, and all of your volunteers. Well done. Um, it's great to see, you know, the need out there and people are prepared to step up and do it in these really challenging times. We really do have to look after each other, don't we? We do, we do, definitely. So that's Amy DePola, the founder of Foodlink. Thanks so much for talking to us today, Amy, and all the best. Thanks for having us on the show, Terry. If you'd like to hear the show live, you can tune in to 98.5 on your radio or stream through fm985.com.au or the TuneIn app on your Android or iOS device, Friday mornings from 9am to midday.